Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And, uh, Donnie, I, uh, every time I, I talk with you, whether it's where we're texting or on the phone or whatever, I, I can hear and feel the frustration that you are going through and, uh, things changed, uh, again this afternoon, didn't they? You know, the, the frustration that you're feeling is not just me. It's, it's coming straight from my kids and they did everything they needed to do. I know I've said that a thousand times, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just to the point where it's confusing now. We, we don't even know what's going on. It's like the only people who are being held accountable right now for anything are kids. We're allowed to have bars open. Um, we're having, and I'm, listen, I'm one of the biggest college football fans ever. I love West Virginia University, but tomorrow they're having a game. And, yes, they test their players, and Marshall tests their players. I'm not questioning anything of that nature, but uh, they're bringing in uh, fan, uh, uh, parents. And uh, the parents are coming from all over the United States because, you know, West Virginia's got a very diverse um, group that comes from all over the country and even Canada. And those people are going to come into West Virginia. They're they're going to go eat. They're going to go buy things. They're going to they're going to be out doing normal stuff. They're going to go watch a game, and they're allowed to do that stuff. You know, I I mean I, I respect it. I want them to be able to do that stuff. But why can't our kids do stuff down here? What's what's the issue? Why why are we keeping bars open? Why are we allowing travel? programs to come into our state and it's not just baseball and softball it's soccer i mean you should see the fields they're they're packed and i mean if you're leaving the state you have to stop stuff like that too you can't allow things like that to go on because that's what creates the questions why can't we and uh it's 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 painful to watch it because you're watching a lot of seniors lose it because this is it this is their last time and it's and, and that's the frustration and we knew it whenever he changed the numbers the first time um that we were in we were in deep trouble in Kanawha county because we have a lot of nursing homes we have a lot of you know a lot of different small colleges we have a lot of um you know major hub for hospitals so you know, I don't like to present problems. I like to present solutions. And that's what I tell my coaches. When you guys have something, bring me a solution, not a problem. So why are we not taking this color code system, which they say is for schools and school reentry, which has nothing to do with that. It's all focused on what the community's doing. 
why can't we just make it for the schools? And we keep track of each individual school and put numbers towards the schools. That way you can shut down one school instead of the entire county. And then you can do it from within. And, and I think that would be a fair assessment of what's really going on in the schools and use the current color code system with the communities because communities need to be held accountable too. If we're getting into the orange and the red, then we shouldn't be able to go drink beer and socialize on a Friday and Saturday night. Donnie, let me ask you this. Um, when you look at the map and, uh, you know, <laughs> looking at the map really drives me crazy. I've been looking at it this evening. It seems like Kanawha County, where, of course, South Charleston is located, continually is going on the rise as far as the numbers go. Now, my question would be this. If you have now, you're in the orange now, which means effective today, you cannot practice. You could practice before today, but now you can't practice. You can condition, but you cannot practice. And Dave yeah. Jekyllin asked me a question earlier this evening that I don't know the answer to, so I'm going to ask you. What is the deal if all of a sudden, you know, our glass becomes half full instead of completely empty, which it seems like it is now. If you miss all of next week practicing, do you do the practices you've had carry over? I mean, can you go ahead and play if you would get into the yellow? Well, I think Bernie's already answered that a couple of times uh, on different radio shows and things like that. He said it would just be treated like you've already accomplished your 14 and they wouldn't punish a team for something like that. Okay. But, uh, so they would come back, but the, the problem the problem is is now it's a safety concern. Yeah, that that's exactly right. Because right. now you haven't practiced potentially in who knows how long a week and a half, two weeks, depending on what the situation is. If you're coming from red down to yellow or orange down to yellow, and the, Donnie, that's what I'm, I was thinking about too when you're giving your comment. We're talking with South Charleston head football coach Donnie Mays with the decision today that orange can't practice, orange can't condition from a head football coach's standpoint, what does that mean to you, conditioning as compared to practicing? We've been doing this since June. It's 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 almost redundant at this point to say we're going to condition because we've been doing that. The only difference is we have pads on right now. And by putting our kids back into – I mean, I don't understand why we're going after the high school kids and telling them, you know, you can't do this. Whenever the statistics that are being shown right now, it's it's older people, and and we know where it's coming from. We know it's nursing home, and we know it's some of the workers there, and that's what's driving up the numbers. We know where those people are, and we also know that there's a few schools that have it in, in individual situations. But like I said, if you would apply the number to the school, that would be a heck of a lot easier to say, oh, we have uh, three people over at, you know, school – whatever and we need to shut it we need to shut that one down and uh put them virtual Let but we're hurting kids oh. i mean putting them on a computer and asking them to log in especially when they're in elementary school yeah from from my wife's a principal and she talks about it all the time k through three yeah that's where these kids learn how to read and these second graders last year um they missed a whole year almost um because of because of the coronavirus and everybody was in agreement everything should have shut down we get it 
but now we're opening everything up, but we're still holding these kids accountable for all the actions of the com- community. And, and now we're going to put these second graders that missed all that school last year that need all this help on how to read, how to, how to do this and that, and, and we're going to put them back, back into virtual and not give them the attention they need to, to learn how to read. And, and we're going to lose a generation of kids by, by these decisions. Can you, as, say, the head coach at South Charleston and your principal get together with the other head coaches in, the Kanawha, in Kanawha County – and principals of those schools, could you get, because what you said to me makes an awful lot of sense. It really does. Could all of you get together as a group and get a meeting with Governor Justice and uh, Superintendent of Schools Clayton Birch uh, and go through this with them? Has that been tried? We, we would love to. We've, we've even tried to... Uh play in orange just within our own county and we came up with a schedule that put all the eight schools in Kanawha County where we could compete and hopefully get to yellow by the end of the year to participate in the playoffs but that doesn't even matter at this point we're just trying to get these kids back in school right right exactly and um that's that's the big one and and that's that's what's being missed everybody everybody thinks because I'm a football coach that that's all we're focused on is put these kids on the field it's not it's it's bigger than this and um, it's it's you're it's once again, we would love to sit down. I think that he'll have plenty of people down there Monday to talk to. I'm sure. But I think know, you have. To, I don't think you know. And, and don't get me wrong. I I don't think uh, a peaceful protest or whatever is going to get the job done. I think you've got to get in a meeting with those folks that I suggested. And well, here, here the it governor. is right now, Fred. If Governor Justice, if you're listening. We, as coaches, principals, superintendents, we need to sit down and give you our side of the story. Right. We trust the health opinion that somebody's got to, you know, listen to the people that are, we're the foot soldiers. We're the ones that's been down there since June working with these kids. We know. So give us an opportunity to share what we need to share so we can get a mutual meeting ground and get these kids back in school. All right, buddy. Hey, we'll keep pressing. Yeah. And uh, because it, I know it's frustrating as a parent, if you have a K through three child, I'm sorry, you don't understand this virtual learning. It's not happening. Well, Fred, I, I have a sixth grader and uh-huh. I have an 11th grader. And my daughter, um, she attends Herbert Hoover High School and she's been through so much. They lost their school from the flood. They get put in trailers. She, she, she takes classes in a trailer, and you and you know, as a kid, you probably think, "Can this get any worse?" You know, and the answer is yes, because now she can't even attend a trailer to go to school right. and get socialization skills and the things that these kids need, and, and and just be around their peers and learn in a smaller class setting. We've already given students options that if they feel uncomfortable. They don't need to come. They can do it virtual. So they do have that option. But the kids that want to be there and the kids that need the one-on-one and the special education students who need to be in the classroom, their options being taken away. And, you know, Donnie, and it goes and it goes economically from this standpoint as well. I have a 12th grader. You have an 11th grader. There's also that aspect of 
preparing for the Promise Scholarship and being able to be in school and be able to prepare for ACT testing and different type of testing to be able to try to qualify for different types of programs, scholarships, and grants, that, that you're exactly right. It's one thing to do it online. It's another thing to have that one-on-one learning environment. We've already missed a lot more than half of last spring semester and now we're off to that in the fall there's so much trickle down that comes with this we wish you guys the best of luck hopefully you can get that meeting fred uh, with them moving forward yeah donnie we, we keep talking and uh let's see what we can do buddy okay guys i appreciate it yes sir thank you for your time i appreciate that head coach donnie mays of south charleston and like you said with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.